You're listening to the Burke's Weekly Podcast. My name is Jason Hug, and today my guest is Dylan Shively. He does a whole bunch of different things. He's an entrepreneur. He's a motivational speaker. He's going to talk about his story uh, coming up here. And, uh, well, we'll just kind of get into it. Uh, it. Tell us, um, we'll give people the little 30-second rundown of uh, who you are, then we'll kind of go into a few more questions. Um, But... uh, so roll with it. Yeah. All right, cool. So, uh, again, my name is Dylan Shively. Um, I come from the East Stroudsburg area. Uh, so it's just about hour 40, two hours from here, depending on traffic, 222 is nuts. So it depends. It could be like five hours. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I came from the East Stroudsburg area. Um, I mean, to be straight out honest, there, there's going to be a purpose behind this. You live in Berks now. This. Yeah, I live yeah, in yeah. Berks County now. Um, I live in So Reinholds. people are like, wait, oh, yeah. not, why? Like, why'd you drive up here? I didn't think about that. Yeah. So it's still early for me. I'm, I'm not a morning person, I will say that. Um, but, uh, so I live in Reinholds now, mm-hmm. and I've lived there since October 2018. Okay. And um, I got to say, I, I like it a lot. I do. It's way different than East Stroudsburg. I don't know hmm. if, like, you've ever been there, if anybody's ever been there. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. Like, I lived there for a while. Like, I, like how I feel like people talk about Reading, which wait, 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 not, wait, wait. I think is way better. So you're than, telling me you're someone who likes Reading and Berks County better than somewhere else? That, yeah, yeah, I know. That's Are you crazy. sure you want to say that? I promise. <laughs> I promise. I'm telling you. Like, like there, there's facts you can Google that mm-hmm. will like v- surprise you greatly when you even compare Reading to East Stroudsburg. Like, it's nuts. Um, however, so I came from the East Stroudsburg area, mm-hmm. and the reason that I moved up here, I had an opportunity to uh, be a managing partner at a Verizon retailer. Okay. Um, so I took that journey, and I started coming up here uh, more often to check out the store before everything happened. Mm. And um, yeah, I went in, I dived in, and then I came. I don't know what what do people call themselves a Burks can't. What, what what are you called here? Is there a thing? You know, like there's like Floridians in Florida. Oh, there's like, is that Berks a thing? Countyan, I guess. Burks um, Countyan, something like that. I'm I'm one of those. I'm if there you. is, people don't really use it a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny. Like people, it is completely off topic. But people, I've noticed when I talk to them because I try to you know introduce myself to as many people as possible mm-hmm. that. Uh, I don't want to say they're ashamed of it, but it's like one of those things they just they don't want to talk about it. Like it's such a bad thing. Well, that's why I was joking. Like, you know? yeah, like you're someone other... who wants to say they're from. Yeah, there. <laughs> like like go explore somewhere. Mm-hmm. I promise, if you explore somewhere, you'll start to be a little more grateful for the place you live. It ain't well, that and bad. that's true actually, um, because you know, I mean, I, I'm not from this area. I didn't. I wasn't born here. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I went to college here at Alvernia, and I stuck around yeah. uh, because it was something new. You know, I went to high school in Collegeville, which is a much smaller area. There's not right. a lot of other things. Well, now there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. But when I was there, there was no Wegmans. There's none of that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where you, when you go out and explore different stuff, you kind of see what is else is out there. Right. And you can find something new. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So, um, so yeah. So I moved here and uh, I started the Verizon retailer you know, opportunity. Things were going good. Mm-hmm. and um, But at the same time, I was exploring other things. But... Mm-hmm. So pretty much to wrap up who I am as a person, you know, the, the person you're seeing now, I, I, I have the tendency where I will jump around a little bit, but I'll, right. I'll catch myself back we on get, track. We have some time. So, um, <laughs> so uh, what happened, who I was before anything business, before getting a job, mm-hmm. I kind of want to bring it way back into like my teenage days. Yeah, I, yeah, think yeah, it's, sure. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this has been relatable for like some of the schools that I've spoke at. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't the greatest student. 
so I wasn't the kid that was getting straight A's. I wasn't the teacher's pet. I was mm-hmm. the kid getting suspended all the time. I was the kid getting in trouble. I never did my work. I was barely uh, able to graduate. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a lot going for me in the mm-hmm. academic side of things. So, um, and I'm sure there's some people that can relate to that. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm by myself. Um, so, all I would hear all the time was, you'll never amount to anything. You're never going to be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, best case scenario, you might get a really good labor job. You may make, and this is from a teacher, not saying any names, Mr. DeLong. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're not watching. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll, it'll come around. He, he might. There, excuse me. There might be a chance. But, so, I'll never forget teacher conferences. Um, like, not, I know I'm probably not going to graduate. Mm-hmm. Teachers, the uh, Mr. DeLong was there. My parents were there. He tells my mom, he's like, don't worry, you know, uh, Nazareth has a really good, like, construction labor industry that he might find himself in. Will he ever amount to anything great? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, but he'll get by. And so that, like, really stuck mm. with me. Yeah. Because, like, I looked at my mom. I saw the disappointment. Mm-hmm. I looked at my dad. I saw the disappointment. And then it's like, look at myself. And, that's and I was like, wait, I'm the, I'm the disappointment. So this guy doesn't think I'll amount to anything. Mm-hmm. And that, that always kind of burned where I wanted to do something to kind of be like the, I told you so, mm-hmm. or like prove you wrong. Yeah. Uh, so through social media time when I was like trying to like grow my Facebook and, you know, talk and add anybody that I couldn't find out what's going on in my area, this East Stroudsburg, mm-hmm. um, I got lucky enough. I'm going to say lucky. I got lucky enough where people resonated with a lot of the things that I would post, what I would say. And through those relationships, people built a lot of trust in me because uh, the jobs I started to get after that uh, were all in sales. And I was taught moral and ethical selling, doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's got to be right by the customer, right by the company and right by you. Mm -hmm. And if you have to question any of the things that you're doing throughout a transaction, Mm -hmm. it is probably wrong and Mm -hmm. make sure that you know, you're not for the short-term gain. You're looking for more of a long-term. You want them to be a customer for life. You don't want to. You're just not selling them wrong. in the moment, right. Just for yeah, what you're doing, right? There, don't yeah. get them all hyped up. Mm-hmm. Sell them. Never talk to them again. And you know, they have bad experience. Mm-hmm. So, I took all of that and I started applying those things to like life. Mm-hmm. And um, so, everybody who's ever bought a car from me, bought a cell phone from me, bought anything from me, um, they've always had good experiences. I've never had any issues. I communicate with a lot of my customers even mm. still till today. But back in that time uh, that allowed me to kind of create this credibility where in the school that I went to, East Stroudsburg North, Mm -hmm. this was December uh, 2017. I was saving money, saving money, and I wanted to do something good. I saw a post on Facebook, so I can't take all this credit. I saw a post (laughs) on Facebook where they were like, how cool would it be to help, you know, kids pay their school lunch debt off? Hmm. Um, Okay. So I was like, yeah, that would be really cool. I created a you know, a fundraiser on Facebook mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I'll match dollar for dollar, whatever I raise. Oh, okay. And, um, the goal was to only raise like a thousand dollars. Well, after everything, it was like over $4,000. And I was like, all right, I guess it's time to, uh, <laughs> put my big boy pants on and no, cause I, I yeah. had to do what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was like super important to me. So I went to my bank, and good thing I've been saving. I didn't spend stupidly. Like, my parents were on me for that, you know, like, <laughs> save everything, right? Um, so I did that, and I pulled it out, and mm-hmm. I even did, like, Facebook Live, and I showed people, like, here I am at the bank. Here I am pulling money out. Mm-hmm. Here is the match. Um, I went live when I went to the school. And I didn't tell the school, so I just kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, this is my first time. I just, like, I just like showed up. and uh, You're I here mean, for what now? <laughs> exactly. Like, like, I showed up, and... 
there, you know, the, there's a guy at the front desk, and he remembered me because we used to walk that way back when I went to school. So oh, okay. I graduated yeah, right, like right. I graduated 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, I did wind up graduating. Yeah. So when I went in, his name is Norman. Really nice old guy. I remember mm-hmm. him? He's awesome. Uh, he was just like Shively. What are you doing here? And I was like, Hey, can I get into the cafeteria? And then he's like. But I need to know, you know, the whole like sticker thing, <laughs> sign in, yeah, ID. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, fine, here, here you go. I just got to go in there, do something. He's like, okay. Yeah, that doesn't so, sound suspicious nowadays. Right? Yeah, so like um, one of the security guards came down. I wound up knowing who it was. She mm. was still working there um, ever since I was there. And um, we'll see, are we paused there? I don't know. I mean, I'll keep I going. Know. I don't care. That's weird. That's never done that before. Yeah, hold on a second. Who knows? Let's see. I mean, I hear me. I hear it's still happening, but. Huh. All right. Well, I think it, for some reason it got interrupted, but no, oh, maybe we're still recording. So. Oh, okay. Maybe it'll catch up or something. No, it won't. It'll it, it stops now. But to oh. continue it recording. Oh the yeah, whole thing, yeah, it's fine. It's gonna it's keep fine. going by itself. So okay, we can keep talking. <laughs> yeah, we're good. So uh, the security guard came down, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she's still here." Hey, can you help me? I need to get into the cafeteria. Hmm. And she was like, "Why?" And I was like, come on, like, you know me since I was <laughs> yeah, a kid, again, right. and like, can we, can we just go? Mm-hmm. And she was like, all right. So I walked into the cafeteria. This is right before, like, their first period of, like, anybody having lunch at the school. Mm-hmm. So I forget the times and stuff. But went in there, and I uh, spoke to the lunch ladies. One of the lunch ladies was um, my best friend's mom. Oh. So that was kind of my ultimate in to go ahead and say, I know I can get this done. Mm. So I said, hey, is there any chance I could just kind of like stand here? My plan is, I saw saying on Facebook, blah, 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 and I'm like going off and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm serious, watch. So like, I like pull all this money out, you know, it was a few grand. And I was like, look, I have this money. So my idea is, any students that come walking by, um, they're gonna go plug in their number. I'm not trying to pay their lunch for today. I mean, I will, but it's not mm-hmm. just that. If they carry a balance, mm. I'm going to make sure that the whole balance is paid. And they're like, huh? And I was like, yeah. But like, they remember who I was as a kid in high school. And that is definitely not the person that I was then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it just it didn't make sense for any of them. I was like, trust me. It's a good thing. Like, let me just do it. Mm-hmm. So they let me do it. And uh, every single grade, any student that was there that day from ninth to 12th grade, mm. I stood there for every single one. And I still had a little bit of money left over mm-hmm. that I put away. And then I had to get like a check written and I gave it to the school anyway for future stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But because I didn't want to keep any of the money. I didn't mm-hmm. want it to seem like I was trying to pay myself or do any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, every single kid that walked through there didn't matter who it was. Hmm. Every single debt was paid. Every you know number that was put in, whatever the balance hmm. was. There were some kids that owed 60-something dollars. There were some kids who went oh, up wow. there and they would on the normal ask a lunch lady can we just do today where they had such a high balance and after a certain Mm. balance they won't let them eat right yeah food yeah so you know that day didn't matter and i cleared everything who knows what's happening now who knows what happened after Mm -hmm. but it just felt good to go there and do that Hmm. and um once i hit the senior class out you know i was there for about an hour maybe all of a sudden who walks in mr delong right (laughs) and um he was like Shively, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, how's it going?" He's like, "You're the one. Why? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm giving back. It's the right thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. I've been doing well for myself since I graduated." 
and I think it's really important to kind of give back where I went mm-hmm. and um, you know do more selfless things and stop looking for the best interest of myself and look out for other people mm-hmm. and he's like who are you <laughs> like and I was like yeah uh-huh. see this is what happens when I get older yeah. <laughs> and like I didn't tell Surprise. him. Yeah, like I didn't tell him then. It wasn't like a throw in the face type yeah, thing. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm just doing this. It's the right thing to do. It makes me feel good. I've been very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I worked very hard and I've been doing well for myself. And I feel like it's the right thing to do. Hmm. And then he was like, "But you?" And I was like, "Seriously? Can we just like, can we just get over it? Can we just move forward?" And then he was like, "You know what? That's really cool. We spoke for a while and stuff like that." And um, later he wound up coming in. This is when I was doing Verizon. And um, he wound up upgrading his phone and stuff like that. A couple teachers came down. Uh, a couple parents came. They showed up to the store. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, they're like, oh, I heard what happened. I guess I was on like Snapchat and stuff. Kids were like Snapchatting me standing yeah, yeah. and stuff. So they were just like, yeah, like this is the guy. This random guy came in. We're all getting free food today. And like I even went over to like the snack line. It's like, oh, here's cookies. Here's this. Yeah. Like, you know, get everything. And uh, it was a good time. Cool. So, yeah, so that's kind of my. So that whole, kind of really started yeah. you uh, on a different path, and, yeah. and really kind of seeing how you can, you know, give back, and really how that that impacts a lot of other people too. Right. Okay. Like, cool. When I my whole life, um, from just being a teenager on, everything was always about me. Mm-hmm. So you know, is what's in my best interest. You know, what's the maximum I could get back. Mm-hmm. Everything was about me. Um, and I blame that on the people I was hanging out with at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the people I started to associate with after changed my mind and said, why don't you try doing something for somebody else for a chance mm-hmm. or for change? Okay. And um, so I did that initiative. And after that, I wanted more because I was like, wow, I really helped mm-hmm. like other people. Like I fed kids today that didn't plan on eating, that were trying to beg the lunch lady, can we just get the one bag lunch today? Yeah, and obviously that's something you right? didn't know was happening either. Right, right, yeah. Right. I learned that all just through experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so after that, I you know just thought, what more can I do for other people? How can I make it less about mm-hmm. me and more about other people? And that's when I really started to like sales even more. Um, because you weren't seeing it from the, the side of how much can you sell? You were looking right. over how much can I do for other people then? Right. Yeah. It mm-hmm. wind up being a thing where I would sit there and genuinely just listen to, hey, what do you got going on? You know, the, mm-hmm. the typical what brings you in today, but I had more motive behind it. Okay. You know? So when I was trying to find out what brought them in and they told me that they had a problem, mm-hmm. everything else canceled. And I said, go ahead and tell me. Hmm. Right. So then instead of just suggesting something that would work for me financially and not for them in their problem and wouldn't solve their problem. I was like, you know what? Nah, something tells I need to do the right thing. So literally tell me what you got going on. I'll do all that I can to help you and let's see what happens. Hmm. And it just progressively grew from there. Um, when I started doing favors for people, when I started helping other people out, mm-hmm. you know, doing right by them, they recognized that, they referred more people. Mm-hmm. And then naturally what happened is more people came to me because they found out I was doing the right thing. Kind of similar to like what you were saying. That's why I said it stuck to me mm-hmm. when you're like, oh, the difference of customer service and I was going out of my way to do this and do that. Mm-hmm. And then this is when all the wrath happened because the people who weren't doing that were trying right. to knock me yeah. out. <laughs> so yeah. So how, um, so tell me a little about um, then brand branching out on your own, yes. being an entrepreneur, what, you know, because obviously you're saying you're working, you know, at more of a corporate company right. and, and everything and, and then branching out. What What is that experience like? Because that's not always easy for people no. either. No, not at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
when I was a district manager, I even got moved up to be managing partner to run my own store, to literally buy my own store. And that's where I thought, like, okay. oh, I'm an entrepreneur now. I bought yeah, a store. Yeah, right. Like, this you know is now I mean? your thing. Yeah. Um, however, in a managing partner you know, contract, you still have that other partner that has the greater half that is you know, dictating a lot of what's happening. Right. Um, so I felt like I had the freedom in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that it wasn't what I really thought it was. Like... I had all these ideas and I couldn't do any of them because they weren't compliant with right. and I was like, wait, but I thought I'm like a business owner now. Like <laughs> I'm supposed to be able to just do this. Right, right, and, right. And um yeah, it wasn't that. Hmm. So I realized that I needed more. And uh, that's when I started the credit repair company. This is the the first true I'm not even gonna say true step yet. This is the first um like avenue that I took. Like stepping stone. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, well, let me see what happens. So I do it on a part-time basis because my main income mm-hmm. was the Verizon store. Right. Um, and I knew exactly yeah, what I was going to do. There's a make. transition there, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I moved almost two hours away. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody here in the Berks County area, mm-hmm. but I did it because mm-hmm. I knew what I had, like what my end goal was. Okay. And I felt like this was the right step to take to get there. Mm. But then with that new circle that said, hey, multiple streams of income, you need to be doing more. What if something happens? Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So they taught me credit repair. And then I started the company. I formed the LLC. I got everything done. And I was okay. like, wait. I was like, I think this is this is the first step, <laughs> I think. I thought it was this, but mm-hmm. I, I, it's this. So when I started that, I would do it on a part-time basis. Like I said, again, uh, Verizon was the main income. Mm-hmm. But then things started changing uh, there for me, and I kind of wanted to exit myself out of it. I didn't like how certain things were going, and I was just tired mm-hmm. of it. You know, people think being that business owner, you know, you're supposed to have all these employees, and you're just mm-hmm. gonna sit back, relax, and collect all this money, and it's not that. Yeah, in fact, you work more. <laughs> exactly, you work more, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of times for less. Sometimes, right, right. you know, mm-hmm. months go by and you're paying out, mm-hmm. right? And you pay yourself last, right? If you yeah. get to pay yourself at all, some months. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like that. I, I didn't like that. I, I wanted to provide more. Like, So I, I met a girl here, and um, it was funny how that happened. I was going to the bank for a loan. I was like, am I going to use my personal money, <laughs> mm-hmm. or am I going to use like you know the bank money? And Because uh, when I was going to buy the store, there was investment. So I said, you know, yeah, am I, I going to do Pretty good investment, that? too. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Very big. Very big. <laughs> yeah. um, it was the biggest thing I ever spent money on, ever. <laughs> I imagine. And I was like, you know, do, do I use my savings, mm-hmm. or do I go to the bank? So I went to the bank, and that's how we met. Um, and she has two kids that are eight and four and you know I pretty much claim them as my kids now Mm -hmm. um, because like they're just amazing and she's great Um, I'm sure she'll be watching so high (laughs) Um, (laughs) but anyway back on uh, topic so the investment was big and I just wanted out something wasn't right so I started paying more attention to the credit repair business Mm. and I said well you know now that I have like this family right Mm -hmm. I I just got put right, right into the family situation um, how am I going to provide for them? How, how am I going to spend more time with them? Right, yeah, because the things being, change on that end right, too. Right, yeah, yeah, right, how like, you look at everything. Yeah. I, I've only had to worry about myself, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So now I have other people that are going to depend on me too. And, you know, not just financially, I just mean like time Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do? So, all right, how do I exit out, you know, Verizon? So I started doing all the proper steps to get everything, you know, unwound and undone. And I started really paying attention to credit pair. Now, all in all, I had guaranteed about eighty thousand a year. Nothing too crazy, mm-hmm. uh, but about eighty thousand a year through everything I would make with Verizon, like almost as a guarantee. Mm-hmm. So I left that, 
right? <laughs> for the chance. For the chance, yeah. That I might be okay. And it is, because yeah. as being an entrepreneur, that's it's not, you know, uh, people like to put it up as this nicer thing, like, oh, you're out on your own, right. and it's, like, everything's gonna be great for you then, but yeah. it, it's uh, it's a risk, yeah. you know? It's, yeah, it's yeah. out there. So, the, the risk was huge, but the risk was more attractive than staying stagnant and doing the same thing I was always doing. Mm-hmm. So, one of the many things that I'll probably throw out during this is... I love when people say, you know, when it comes to advice and you're talking to people, look at the person you're talking to. Look at the person mm-hmm. you're asking for for advice. Mm-hmm. Are they currently where you want to be? Mm. So okay. I was like, hmm. So I started dialing back. That's interesting. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So are they where you want to be? And most times we'll find that that answer is no. So hmm. we'll consult mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, uncle, co-worker, best Just friend for a lots long time. Lots of people have an opinion. Right? <laughs> right? Right, right, right. So they'll consult them and they'll say like, hey, I was thinking of doing this thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? All right? So we wait and we're excited because we think they're going to have you know the this, same idea as us. Yeah. It's going to be great, dude. Mm-hmm. Go do it. All right? Nine times out of ten, you hear all the what ifs, <laughs> right? right? Yep. And the what ifs are always the negative. It's what if you fail? What if this doesn't work? What mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. Um, everything goes bad? What if everybody hates you, right? Mm-hmm. But not one person will ever say, well, yeah, what if it works, mm-hmm. right? It, it doesn't happen. So when I realized that, mm-hmm. I realized I was really on my own. And that's what like being a true entrepreneur is. Like I left the guaranteed money mm-hmm. to take a chance. And then instead of asking other people's opinions on, you know, do you think it'll work? Do you think it'll work? Right. People have limited thinking. Mm-hmm. So when it they was, give it you. It was up to you right. to really make that happen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're telling you information. They're giving their advice based on their limited thought process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to realize as an entrepreneur that not everybody goes through what you went through. So right. nobody went That's through true. all those experiences that I did. Mm-hmm. They don't have the vision that I do. They didn't stay up till three in the morning, you know, most nights getting so excited and pumped mm-hmm. and working on something like I did. So I can't expect them to have the same outlook as me. Oh, yeah. Well, and not only that, but there's, you know, different industries. People are into different things. Right. You know, what, what really motivates you may not motivate other people. So right. that, that that's going to be reflected back to you as right. a, oh, okay, well, that's cool, but that's not my thing. Right. If it's your thing, that's where you really got to pick it up and go with it. Exactly. Because it's not their thing. Yep. Yeah, and that's why you get those reactions of, you know, what's, you know, I I, I don't really see what you're doing. Maybe you should yeah. do something safer. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the safer is okay for the right now. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, because naturally our brain wants us to, you know, do what's safe. Um, I, routine I and, yeah, right. it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why there's, you know, a schedule to go to work. That's why there's a certain amount of hours. That's why you can only take a lunch for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And if you fall outside of a structure, you go crazy. Um and you got to do it all yourself too. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it, it is a lot more responsive. Uh, there's a lot more responsibility on that end yeah. than being put into, you know, it, whether it's a work schedule or anything else. Right. Um, you have to push yourself along. And that's, yep. I, I even know that yeah. <laughs> doing what I do. Yeah. Um, that's not always easy. Right. So how does that translate into, um, uh, into then getting into schools, then to going back to different schools in the area and kind of doing the motivational speaking and kind sure. of really speaking to students then how did you how did that whole thing come about then sure so i was actually really lucky again 
this goes right into my circle of influence, right? I, mm-hmm. I, this, I speak about this at schools all the time. This is like one of like my main topics of it's so important to have the right people around you mm-hmm. because uh, the people that I started to surround myself with were already doing this. So going back to the statement I said before, when you get advice from people, are Mm -hmm. you doing what you want to do? Are they where you want to be? So my new circle of influence is financially, emotionally, um, and actively where I want to be. So I said, hey, dude, how can I be your shadow? I just reached out to him. Dude, how can I be your shadow? And he was like, well, I'm going to this school. This day you want to show up? It's like... (laughs) two hours and change from you. I said, yep, what time am I going to be there? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, we're going to be there like seven in the morning. And I was like, oh, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so I was like, okay. But it's an opportunity. Right. Right. So knowing that I'm not a morning person, I mean, nine, 10 o'clock was early for me sometimes, you know? <laughs> so like, if I got to be there at seven and it's over two hours away and I count for traffic, you know, you start doing mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, wow, I got to be up at like 4.30 in the morning to make sure I leave by like 445 because I want every minute of sleep and then I'm gonna go so I went I showed up and I thought I was just gonna be like almost like a like a fan right mm. because I was like dude I'm like I'll get pictures of you and I'll get videos <laughs> so you can have like clips for Facebook because mm-hmm. I'm always watching yours but like I'll get it for you you don't have yeah, to worry about it <laughs> and he's like great so it was him and another guy and he was like all right so this is what we're gonna do I'm going to go up for 20 minutes. Dylan, you're going to go up for 10 minutes. And you're going to go up for 20. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to do what? <laughs> like, go up where? Like, oh, you, want me, you're on, in it. you yeah. want me on stage taking pictures of you. Got it. Okay, it's the angles. Mm-hmm, Got it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like, you're going to mic up and you're going you're gonna to go. He's like, you asked for the opportunity and you're going to get it right now. Oh, and I was, wow. like, I was like, do you realize, like, I didn't plan for this. I didn't expect <laughs> it. I didn't prep anything what to mm-hmm. say. He's like, I know. That's why you're going to do it. Wow. Okay. So... It was almost a sink or swim. It was you wanted it. Here it is. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm you gonna have give the it opportunity to you. now. Yeah. Right. Right. And I was like, Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. So I went up there and I felt like I butchered it. Right. I felt like I butchered it. But mm-hmm. you know, kids clapped after. Teachers were happy. It's really cool. We got like these certificates, like the the school printed <laughs> out. And um, the one teacher came up to me and she was like, I heard this was your first time. And I was like, could you tell? Did you know? Did I say anything wrong? And she was like, no, it's actually really cool. She's like, the guys told me that it was your first time. And honestly, if they didn't tell me, I wouldn't have known you did very well. Boom, confidence booster. And I was like, I want to mm-hmm. do this all the time. So, you know, it, it I is just, kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I've been in that position before. And it's really funny because I don't do a lot of like, you know, big public speaking to like, yeah. like big crowds, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it is kind of weird because like the first few times I did it, it was like, oh, yeah, we'll speak to the crowd about like what you're doing and, and give them something motivating to like, you know, because mm-hmm. you're in this position now. And, right. and I, I kind of said a few things and I'm like, I guess like that was okay. Like <laughs> it was nothing like I would really want to hear probably. Yeah. And then afterwards, it's like, that was really, that was really great great like you know you should do more of this and it's just like so really because i don't really think you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah so i know it, what you mean it's, <laughs> it's what happens is we we think of ourselves like we're still normal people mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. And we're always going to be normal people so we think you know i had some experiences i'll talk about it and hopefully somebody likes it right and then when you get that positive feedback mm-hmm. that was bigger than what you expected mm-hmm. it's just like wait you liked what i that was good Okay, mm-hmm. well, yeah, let, let's roll with it. Let's go. Let's keep going. So, well, And I think a lot of that has to do with 
you know, you look on on your phone, on your screen, on YouTube, or whatever mm-hmm. else it is, you're seeing these people who, oh, they have views, or oh, they're they're on the screen, yep. they're doing their thing, and yep. but that's not me. I'm a regular person. Right. I don't have a platform for that. I'm not in that position yet. Um, but that doesn't really control all of that. Right. You know, you can do that too. It doesn't. It, that's not matter of being like a bigger person or having right. a more of a following. That's just more of speaking your mind, getting things out there, and really, you know, trying to help people mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot more than that is anything else. Yeah, exactly. And that that self doubt that where you mentioned the oh, that's what these people do, but I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody does it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And right. And that's yeah. What I learned was to you know think of myself more mm. and. So I realized that, hey, that person is regular just like me. Mm-hmm. They just spoke to more people than I did to get the opportunity I wanted. Right. Right. Um, and I relate a lot of things like to physical fitness now. That's like mm-hmm. a big thing for me. Um, anything that you, you know, learn in the gym, you can apply to business mm-hmm. um, because there's things you have to be disciplined. You have to be committed. You have to have an end goal, which is the big goal, but have little operational small goals, small wins throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was big. So when it came down to speaking at the schools, I got my first little taste. It was like getting that first taste of blood. And I, was, I wanted more. <laughs> and I was like, this is cool. I'm pumped. And, um, yeah, so I just went for it. So, uh, And you, you do know, this regularly now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so now I'll go to schools regularly mm. and, you know, just go and speak to the students. And What kind of things do you uh, normally – I mean, you don't have to go into a whole big thing, but yeah. what, uh, what, what is the main points you try to, uh, to, to get to the, the message you get to the students? So the, the biggest message is the power of the circle of your, uh, your circle of influence. Okay. You know, audit your conversations and who you talk to every day. Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking at the people that you talk to, you know, what are your conversations like? Are they geared towards getting you to that next level you want to be? Or are you talking about hanging out this weekend, going to the bar? Okay. Are you going to, you know, are you going to hang out um, with your older brother and go to do something? Are you going to hang out to go to the movie theater and meet up with your friends? Mm. Are you going out to go do something that's unproductive? And you know, are you um, trying to see if you could get to level sixty four in Call of Duty on the weekend? Mm-hmm. Like, well, like what? Because you know, all ages are different. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So you know, what what are you looking for? Right. Mm-hmm. What are your conversations like and who are you hanging out with? So I think it's very important to look at those things. And, it, and you're and, getting a good response. Yeah, yeah. Because people start to self-reflect and they're like, wait, you're bad for me. Mm-hmm. And like, okay. you're bad for me. And then all of a sudden I get feedback from teachers that say like this mm-hmm. kid that wasn't doing so well is actually starting to apply himself. Oh, okay. He's actually trying to do something. So um, that's one of many topics. Uh the process that I take, which I think is important, is I talk to the uh, staff and I find out, you know, what do you think the biggest problems are at your school specifically? Oh, okay. What, that, you, what, you, what are you guys yeah. seeing? Are you seeing a lot of kids just aren't showing up to school? Or when they're there, they're physically there, but not mentally there. They're just mm. off doing whatever. So you're really kind of tailoring the message to and getting feedback right, because, right when you're there. Because yeah. okay. I was that bad kid. Right, mm, I was okay. the kid who got in fights. I was the kid who stopped showing up to school. I was the kid who didn't do any of my work. Mm-hmm. And, but, he, and he obviously, you recognize that each school is different. Right. They have different, you know, needs for that kind of thing. So right. yeah, all right, that's a, right. that's pretty awesome. I, I think it's really important to find out. Mm-hmm. And then part two of that, um, the biggest uh, thing that I got to do that I was most appreciative of, appreciative of was writing high. 
right? Mm. So I went to Reading High under the Junior Achievement Program. Okay. And when I went there, I said, hey guys, I'm gonna be straight up honest with you, this may disqualify me. <laughs> However, this, this big book you gave me of stuff, I didn't do this in high school. I don't, I don't, I can't do curriculum. <laughs> I was like, I have a message. Here's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Does this align with what you guys are trying to do? And I said, yeah, if you want to do that, you know, as long as you don't go overboard. <laughs> yeah, go well, yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, okay, let, let's do it. So uh, I would show up every week. It was on a Thursday and I would speak to the students. Hmm. Um, and this one was a little bit different. I wish I could do this with every school. So I got to speak to and the students. And this was smaller groups then. Yep. Okay. This was yeah, just yeah. classroom. Um, so I went and I'm speaking to the class and, hmm. you know, we're warming up to each other. I'm telling them about me. They're super surprised. And mm-hmm. then they're saying, you know, some of their stories, which I was surprised to hear of, you know, what kids who are 14, 15, 16 going through. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's I was a lot. just like, yeah, like <laughs> they're adults by now. Yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's nuts. So talking with them, I said, hey, so my goal is I want to speak to all of you in your auditorium. I want to speak to everybody, not just the classroom. Do you guys find any value in what you hear with me? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them actually said, yeah. And Mm. I was like, cool. All right. (laughs) So uh, I went and I spoke to the teachers and I said, like, hey, if anything ever comes up, give Mm -hmm. me an opportunity. Long story short, they said yes. And we made, you know, a big auditorium thing. I have it on YouTube, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just little clips of it. So I got to speak to them. But what was different about this time was when I sat down with the principal Hmm. I did my same routine. What do you think is important here? What do you think the big misses are? What do Mm -hmm. you think the biggest issues are? He took the initiative and said, hey, why don't we make like a Google Doc? Because I guess they use like iPads and stuff and technology a lot like within these schools. And he was like, let's get a vote. Let's hear what the students want to hear. And I was like, wait a minute, you can do that? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And I said, wow, man, like that was... That was really cool because he cared more about what value are the students going to get out of it. And he didn't want to be the person Mm -hmm. that got to choose that. Mm. So going through that, we got a lot of feedback from it. And, you know, we had a couple different topics they wanted to hear. So I put it all together and that's how I went out to Reading High. Hmm. And I think that was probably the most impactful one out of any of the schools that I've done. Because there was so much participation from the students Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where they said, this is what we want. Hmm. And then so I just gave it my all and was like, let's go for it. And it went great. I, th- I thought it went great. They were clapping. Everybody was happy. There was a big crowd of kids even after that. I, I think some of them got in trouble for it. Um, <laughs> we're like, you know, the, the, the bell rang and they were supposed to go, but they were still kind of hanging uh-huh, and they had questions. And, you know, can I follow you on Facebook and Instagram and stuff? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, And then, you know, the teachers kind of looked at me. And they're like, the whole, hey, let's like, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's go. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, it's so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's uh, that. That's my whole story. <laughs> but it, it, it's that. That's really awesome because it's a lot. It's a lot more structured. It's not something that. Um, I mean, at least for me, if I was thinking of like a school assembly or someone coming into a classroom, it would seem like a lot more of that is more structured to yeah. more of like, like you said, like the curriculum yeah. of here's what we're going to talk about. Here's what we do. You know, basically you're going to sit there and listen to it, and like right. here's what we have to kind of tell you. And um, I mean, you know, that's I when my back when I was in high school, that's kind of how it went yeah. too. You know. 
but it really seems like you're taking more of the initiative to, uh, you know, talk to the, you know, the educators, the mm-hmm. principals, everyone around you to kind of find out what is, to kind of tailor your message then to what they're kind of looking for. Yeah. Uh, and that's great. I mean, that that's yeah. really cool. I don't think, I, I mean, I don't talk to a lot of people who do school assemblies, yeah. but it's, um, I don't, I'm not really sure a lot of people really would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least kind of think forward to kind of do that. Yeah. Well, that's really awesome. Well, I just think it, it's, Again, it's not about me anymore. Well, right, right? yeah. It's mm-hmm. so well, my, it's having a more of an impact on them because right. you're be able to connect to them. Yeah. Right. It's like, what do you got going on? What are your hardships? What are the things you're proud of? What mm-hmm. are you looking forward to do? You know, when you're graduating, you know, if you're graduating, because mm-hmm. just like me, some kids weren't. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, since you plan on graduating, are you going to college? Are you getting a job right away? Mm-hmm. You know, who wants to start a business? You know, and I kind of got to know them a little bit more mm-hmm. based on that because it was also a bigger crowd. You know, well, there's two, different options for people too. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Two percent of the people that were sitting there were the ones that already heard me in the classroom, mm-hmm. but the rest of them never heard anything before. Mm. And um, so, you know, I thought it was really important to say, like, well, you know, what are you guys going to resonate with? What What is going on in your life right now? Mm-hmm. And if I can offer something that I, you know, if I can share a similar experience to let you know, one, you're not alone. Because mm-hmm. a lot of kids nowadays, I mean, it's a sad thing. Um, you know, know, they get depressed. And, and, but right. You know, it, yeah. Yeah. So they have a lot of things going on because they think that they're alone or they can't talk to anybody about mm-hmm. it. So... When they hear somebody else that, you know, I guess like I'm, I'm 26, but they consider me an adult because, you know, <laughs> yes. it's so, you know, they, they look uh-huh, at me as, uh-huh. as, you know, this, this adult figure. You're old now. Yeah, I'm old. Like I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah, you're old now. And, um, Funny how that works now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just calling other people old and now I'm old. I know. Um, it happens quicker than you think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so th- that was... That was just overall, it was great Mm. because there was so much cooperation with the entire staff Mm -hmm. and the student body where it was a a great day. And it was for their uh, graduation week. Um, That graduation week was happening. I think it was uh, December 9th was when I was there. Oh, okay. And it was during that graduation time. So, like, I was the person they said, hey... You're gonna set the tone for how the rest of this week goes. So, like, <laughs> if you go in there and suck, guess what's gonna happen? Yeah, right. <laughs> and no pressure. I said, okay, cool. Well, I love doing this. Let's go for it. And wow. it was amazing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I mean, geez, even from everything you've been, you know, saying today. I mean, there's there's a lot that's on your plate. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, it, it's not, and it's not just a matter of, you know, what are you doing every day? Just kind of go through the grind. I mean, you're you're out there trying to figure out what new things yeah. you can do, what new ways to motivate people. How mm-hmm. can you reach out to new people? Mm-hmm. Um, that's really awesome. Yeah, like, that's really great. It's I like to try to set the bar and mm-hmm. then differentiate myself because yeah. if I do things the way everybody else does it then I'm just like everybody else and I don't make any noise mm-hmm. and it's also really hard here I realize like people automatically know when you're not from Berks County <laughs> yes, so like it's like being the elephant in the room for sure <laughs> and um it happens it does yeah, yeah it's like they, yeah. they just they know mm-hmm. like they have this radar or something. I don't know what was installed I, when you moved here. to me, like, too, yeah. Like, they know when you're not here, so it makes things even harder mm-hmm. because it seems like everybody here already has that person that they know. They have that clique. They have those mm-hmm. people. They all grew up here. And it's like, who's this outsider guy? And, you know, it's kind of like similar to the story you were telling me when you were trying to grow the business and mm-hmm. things were going well, but then all of a sudden you have, like, the big manufacturer people, mm-hmm. you know, trying to 
you know, uh, shut you down. Nobody's trying to shut me down or anything. There's oh, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. But, um, but, no, but overall, you're right, though. It's, yeah. It, it's, I find it a mm-hmm. little more difficult. So that's why it was so important for me to find a way to, like, reach out to you and reach out to other people and say, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, I need to start connecting with people, you know, that have an impact on the community. So, like, mm-hmm. I didn't even expect for you to write back. Hey. I see, like, not that there was anything, like, with you, but, like, I've reached out. Well, we don't really know each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. You don't know me. You don't know anything about me. Mm -hmm. This is the first first time time we've met. Yep. This is the first time we're meeting. Right. And it's like, well, this guy trusts me to show up somewhere. But, like, hopefully he's looked at my stuff and saw that, like, there's nothing wrong. But, like, you know, I don't know. You don't know. And Mm -hmm. nobody else knew me. So I was like. How do I go about doing it? Oh, yeah. We have a whole investigative team that goes background checks and does all this <laughs> stuff before you come. <laughs> all my the fingers, metal detectors you had to go through to get in My finger's still bleeding yeah. from the little prick thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was, it, it was really cool because, you know, there's a lot of people that I've been watching and following, you mm-hmm. know, in this area that make an impact. And this is one of, you know, the many places that are doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you cover this stuff for, you know, Reading. So... Well, thank you. Um, you know, like it was cool. Like I thought it was like I was excited when mm-hmm. I got the message and I was like, wait, I could go Friday at 10. Like I actually got a chance. Like, yeah. Let's do it. So, yeah. So thanks, by the way. I yeah, you're to, welcome. You know. Yeah. Well, we're going to end the interview with that. Yeah. That That's an awesome place to end. Yeah. Um, so uh, on that note, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to support Reading Magazine, you can go to rdgmag.com slash membership. And uh, it's only five bucks a month. It keeps everything we do here free, uh, available for everyone and putting out more content, too, um, which is something that's uh, needed nowadays. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, Dylan, where can they find you? Uh, where can they connect with you and uh, reach out to you? Sure. Um, honestly, guys, just add me on Facebook. I don't know if I'll be like tagged on this or anything like that or yeah. how that oh, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when you see the yeah, tag, you know, um, my name is Dylan Shively. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I started doing TikTok. That was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> you know, got trying to like stay young and stuff. No, it's actually really fun. It's, it's a good way to do stuff. Um, so you're on TikTok. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, you got to resonate with the kids, you know, like the kids are on TikTok. So, you know, they think like Facebook's for old people. Yeah. So, <laughs> gotta do TikTok now. But yeah. So anyway, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Just talk to them in ten years and see yeah, what they say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, you can find me. You know, anywhere there. Please feel free to reach out. You know, um, maybe you're going through something. That, I'm not just for kids, right? I'm for <laughs> adults too. So like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going through anything, if you're having you know any issues, whether it's a financial hardship or just anything you want to talk about, or you don't feel you know, um, like you're in a positive environment or you want to change bad enough and you just don't know what steps to take, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to me, talk to me. Um, I love, I literally love helping people. I have zero care about any financial gain. I, I don't charge people to talk to me, right? Um, if you message me, I'm not going to charge you to talk to me. Like, I, just, <laughs> I, I just seriously like want to dig deeper into like the Berks County Reading area mm-hmm. and as much That's of an great. impact as I went, you know, I had at home, you know, in East Stroudsburg, I want to do that same thing here because I'm not going anywhere. I live here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like I need to be a better person in the community. So like my goal is to be the best like father, boyfriend, you know, soon to be a husband, that'll happen. Um, you know, just leader. Mm-hmm. you know person in the community like I work every single day on trying to improve those things I want to be the best of the best I'm going to set the example and some people don't know where to start mm-hmm. so like 
And he can help you. Yeah. yeah. No, just talk to me, right? <laughs> I'll give you my experiences. I'll tell you what I can do, what I can help with. That's great. That's awesome. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Appreciate cool. it. Thanks again for yeah. having me.